See, that's old Atlanta. You know, we both are are uh black. Big B mm-hmm. now. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to AP for giving us the big B, not the little B. <laughs> Shout out. Um, <laughs> now now that we got the big B, um and with this being the first episode, I I wanted to take some time because I was thinking about this, right? Growing up nerd, like growing up black and nerdy, like I, you know, I I always think that the new generation, right, the later millennials who were born later than us and Generation Z, live in a time like it's such a beautiful time because you can get on social media and find other like-minded gamers and individuals who look like you and talk like you really quickly whereas we grew when we grew up it was not like that at all like mm-hmm. it was almost like some secret squirrel type shit like yeah. somehow one way or another like I'll like I'll tell you this like my my foray into gaming and anime started off like by accident like my dad bought a genesis uh, my dad bought a genesis to play madden with his homeboy with with was to play genesis with his homeboy and he didn't really play it a lot and of course back then it came with sonic and so Mm -hmm. i started playing sonic and then I think at another point I got a Nintendo. I think my, my dad got me a Nintendo, but I started with Sonic and it was with those. That's how I got into that. I ended up getting into anime kind of like on accident just by remember the old like it started with like something that wasn't really anime, but like it was more than just like regular. It was uh, the Street Fighter. Remember when the Street Fighter used to come on uh, USA? Yeah. <laughs> it started in there, then it was a then it was a Fatal Fury movie, um, Fatal and then Fury. finally, oh yeah, yeah, and then and they had a movie, and then finally, Full Tilt. When I when I was first like introduced to anime, which first of all, no one at my age should have been watching what I watched, but I fucked around and what went to the, I don't know. I, I don't even know how no one stopped me or no one thought about it. I guess because back then they just saw cartoons. It's like, nigga, I watched Ninja Scroll. Oh, yeah. Very early age. So I'm just sitting here like, oh, Ninja, is this going to be cool? I'm like, why are people's arms getting... He drinking this... He tore this dude's arms off, drank the blood, and I'm like, I swear to God, I watched that scene. Then I see this this girl getting hit from the back. Duh. I ejected the tape and I was like, I don't know what the fuck this is, but this ain't, this ain't right. And then like, but then like maybe the next day or later that day, <laughs> I, 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 I went back, right. I was like, no, nah, I got to watch this shit. And I watched it all the way through. And like yeah. from that point on, I was hooked. But the, the, the wild shit about it is, I couldn't really tell anybody because it was yeah. like some shit that people didn't understand. So I had to go to school and it's like hiding a whole part of your interest in hobbies and it's like some shit oh, you yeah. do when nobody's paying attention. And it was like 
you damn for like when Dragon Ball first came out, like Dragon Ball Z, and you were yeah. like, yo, but you couldn't tell nobody. Um, Man, I remember um I so I started out uh we had an arcade in the mall by my house, uh called Tilt. And we used to go in there. That spot was so cool for me and, and important, really, because I played a lot of fighting games. And so, you know, people would go in there and play head to head. But it was a place where, like, all these black guys of all ages would go in there and would spend hours. Grown ass men coming from their jobs. And and they would have, I mean, all kinds of jobs. Certain uh, this one got on a certain tie, that one got on a reflector vest, this one got on a polo, that one got on a, uh, overalls, coveralls, and you know, here we are, the kids, uh, like just playing our ass off on Tekken, Street Fighter, X Men, Children of the Atom, Virtual Fighter, uh, Samurai Showdown, all of it. Jeez. And we would be in there like real old school where you would, you know, if it's time to if it's time to go, if if you think you got next, throw your quarter up on the machine. Like slam your quarter down on the machine. And you can walk away and come back. And your quarter be there. And it's like, how and 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 when I look back and laugh, it's like, how do we know whose quarter was whose? But you just knew. Like I was next, he was next, and if we would win, if we would beat one of the older guys, they would like give us a quarter, like stuff like stuff like that. I was like, okay, I'm here. Like this is my tribe. I really enjoy this shit that's going on. I'm not sure exactly why I enjoy these things so much, but like these these guys, and we never knew each other's names. Like it just it was really cool. Anime was different. I had no community for anime, <laughs> none. <laughs> I. I the video games, like, okay, I had the arcade. Uh, for anime, I remember my first series. Uh, and me and me and my sister would watch uh, this together. Because after school, I was like, oh, my God, please, please, please. And, you know, we didn't have our own TVs in elementary school. But after school, Robotech used to come on. Now, Robotech, not a true and not a true anime, not Japanese. We know it, y'all. I know it, y'all. But Harmony Gold took the took the style that they learned from a lot of shows of the time. I'm guessing. Uh, it if you know your anime, you know it gives you a lot of the visual style that comes from Lupin. Gives you a lot of the visual uh, style. A lot of the visual style that comes from Lupin. Some of the visual style that comes from uh, Neon Genesis. or Neon, Actually, no. Neon Genesis was closer into the 90s. Robotech was either late 80s or early 90s. Um, but definitely, like, Lupin, Astro Boy kind of visual style. But I had, mm-hmm. I had no acquaintance with those. And Robotech would come on... Uh, what would later be known as UPN and then later be known as remember that channel. And yeah, sh- shout out to homeboys on. in outer space. Shout out to homeboys in outer space. <laughs> 69. 
You know, back then it was just 69 in Atlanta. It was. It was coming on 69. And that I was on, I was messing around on 69 one day. And 69 used to have a lot of cool cartoons, by the way. Heathcliff used to come on 69. And I used to love watching Heathcliff. Um, but one day fucked around and Robotech came on. And I knew that I was in full nerd when I was at the library one day returning a book, something checking out a book or something. And fucked around and passed by the young adult section and saw the Robotech paperback. Oh. Check that bitch out. Checked it right on out. And read the <laughs> and read through the macros and read through everything else. And I was like, oh yeah, this is my shit. Like I didn't know that there were for for a kid like me who was just always hungry for a mental challenge, like not even necessarily an intellectual challenge, just a mental challenge, just something where mm-hmm. it was like this thing that if I'm going to watch something, I really wanted to stretch my mind. And when I picked up that paperback and read everything that you know to me was it, it may as well be like may as well have been me going to Macross and reading the newspaper, like me getting an apartment in Macross and reading the newspaper and reading all this shit that was going on behind the scenes. And I was like, This is all like they wrote all of this, they created all of this, this whole world is there. I was like, This is anime, rest of my life, and it was it was hooked from there because um, it was mature, it was it was it was like, Yeah. There was nothing, and I would try to tell people when I was younger, they was like, why are you watching shit? I was like, bruh, the stuff you watch on TV, like mm-hmm. these cartoons, they lame because it's just like slapstick humor, and, and like yeah. somebody always wins. I'm watching, and I'm like, people dying, people are sad, yeah. people are getting double-crossed, like a whole sea of things happening on something that looks like it's for children, and it was like this weird intersection. And I and, think that's and, what and, was cool about it, because you could sneak on and watch it, and like it was never nobody. It's like the adults were none the wiser, because to the adults, you just watching cartoons. True, but but here's uh, here's where I think it differs, right? Yeah, and and this is and this is where you know we 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 talk about the 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 joy that was Atlanta, right? It was this love that we had for video games and anime. But then there was also an entire Atlanta culture that we were uh, submerged in from the music to the clothes yeah. to the dances to the different sides, east side, west side, south side, and, and the north side. We'll shout out the north side, too. You know, we're, we're the, the north side gets played now. We're, we're older, you know what I'm saying? So we're, we're coming up, you know, there was no north side, but there is one, so we'll, we'll wreck it. But we'll recognize it, you know what I'm saying? We're a little older, so try to try to squeeze everybody in here. But there was this thing. Uh-huh. I don't know if it was the same for you, where it was like it didn't matter if you was hella smart or if you was like the the super athlete. At the end of the day, it was like you were either fitting in and being a part of jokes and clicks and all of this stuff. Or they just kicked your ass off the island. 
to to just like never be heard from again. And it was like <laughs> nobody wanted to be on that island. So you had to like <laughs> essentially you would be code switching within like the culture. Like you felt like and it was just like you find someone who might be like, Oh, you like that Dragon Ball Z shit? <laughs> it was just like really random. Maybe it was like in computer lab where oh, you yeah. was learning some and then you and you found like somebody else who kind of was like and you would yeah. be like Hey, there it is. But as soon as like computer lab was over, it was nope. back out in the world. It was back out into the hallway. Um, and I, and I think that made us. And and more importantly, I think we became like this hybrid type of. And and I'm talking about in terms of like we were talking about marketing and consumerism, right? We became like this hybrid role, right? Where. Yeah. <clears throat> We would we could blend into either situation. We could get hella nerdy, or we could get like hella on some regular shit that everybody else is on. You know what I'm saying? It's like I could be over here talking kicks at the happy hour, a part of a professional organization, and you would never know what the hell I like. And then two seconds later, somebody's like, "Hey man, like you've been playing Fallout," and I'd be like, "Nigga, (laughs) let me tell you about these mods I got." And it. And and I think that like I know I know like this type of like development happened across the nation, but I feel like speaking strictly for Atlanta, that there was something in the Atlanta culture that allowed us to flourish and bring both and like find a way to to connect both cultures in a way that made sense. Well, Atlanta is a really nerd-friendly place, right? Atlanta has Adult Swim is here. Um, Atlanta has Dragon Con and MomoCon now. Atlanta Mm -hmm. has places like Little Five Points, neighborhoods like Little Five Points. Um, And so there's always been something quirky and grungy and not afraid to be a little off about Atlanta. Uh, you know, if you look at, if you go back and look at the cover of AT Aliens, uh, the yeah. Outcast album, for those who may, you know, <laughs> if you if you go back and look at the cover of AT Aliens, it's a comic book cover. Like there was just There's a whole comic of... book, the whole book. Yeah. This back when CDs came with books for back when CDs came with <laughs> they made a comic book. So there's there's you know there's always been something about uh, like unabashed nerdiness that has been really cooked into the cultural output of Atlanta at least once upon once upon a time, and at least when the voices of the natives were louder. Right. And yeah, and, and, and you see it also like when you think about like the dungeon family. Like if 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 you think of like the dungeon family, the way they dress, the different type of characters that they were, and I don't mean characters in a bad way, but like the yeah. way in which like each of them occupy a different space and a different like type of person, like yeah. those were essentially the captains in bleach like that is like how yeah like 
You know what I'm saying? Like the they had character designs. At, like, ble- yeah, they had character designs in different roles. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was just like this thing that y'all don't that we don't really understand is like happening. And I think it was just like this thing of like you can you can be both and you don't have to be all one thing. As a matter of fact, we're going to lame you out if you all one thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you just all the way this way and you have nothing else to offer, we're going to be like this nigga. I think what was also interesting um, in Atlanta, and it may have been this way at other high schools, uh, more so in the South. Uh, Actually, I I know it was probably this way in more high schools in the South. Black ones, I mean. Uh, But you know how people say when you watch a movie or something and they say, oh, band geek, band geek, band. I was like, I had no concept of uh, band members being supposedly or automatically geeks or nerds or anything else. Like, because growing up, being in the band was cool as fuck. Because we went to high school in a city and middle school in a city mm-hmm. that had six damn HBCUs in it. So, Everybody thought being in the band was cool. Um, yeah. Every, you know, plenty of people. Hell, people were going to college left and right on band scholarships. Uh, so on band that, scholarships. That it was, going to that it was just a thing. Yeah. You know, all the... Uh, and not, not all, obviously. Right. But uh, there were plenty of band members who were just regular people, cool-ass people. Uh, yeah, band members were probably you know. So it was, it, I think, growing up in Atlanta, taught a weird uh, regard for nerdiness because it was you know still nerdiness, but there was also an appreciation for it because we got so many examples, like you said, with what the Dungeon Family was doing and like. Uh, as Adult Swim was coming up, like what it was doing, you know, Adult Swim was a little bit after our time, uh, like right on the tail yeah, end. It was like, it's like, yeah, like right at the was it like right maybe junior year of high school? Maybe? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right at the right at the tail end of our. Time. What's going on, y'all? So this section has spoilers for The Last of Us and The Last of Us Two. If you're one of those people who don't like to be spoiled, I suggest you fast forward to the next section. If you don't give a damn about spoilers, you in the right spot because Tilt's going to let us know what's going on with The Last of Us <laughs> and why people hate this fucking game. Or some people love it, but a lot of people hate it too. Some so, people, but you know better than I do. Some people, some people love it, some people hell hate it. You can spoil it and I'll still play it. It's not like, a, it's not like you know, if I was watching Game of Thrones, which I mean, you know, that ended kind of shitty, but yeah, go ahead. That's go a whole ahead. different. That's a whole different. That's a whole different episode. So, The Last of Us Two came out recently, and people started playing. Well, this past weekend, uh, started from this past weekend on into this week, um, a lot of people out there in the gaming community pissed the fuck off, and this is why. So you have a game here where there is. So let's just jump into it, right? Joel done died. They didn't kill. Damn. <laughs> how they, wait, wait. How they take him out, though? Because I feel like that's 
part of the story. Did we just get like chopped or something? Joel is I'ma leave. So Abby, uh you may remember from such from such bullshit as shenanigans. Uh, <laughs> Abby literally beat his ass to death. Oh so, damn! Was he old as hell now? You got to Some of the details are so funny. It's so okay. Leaving it. I'm gonna leave it to people to get to the game. But he got his ass beat to death. Uh, and then you have a situation where. The game, I think part of the power of video games is that they can tell stories and they can use storytelling methods that don't exist in any other medium. So This is true. Yeah. You can um, you can make people experience things and make people jump into the shoes of a character faster than uh, faster than you can in a movie or a show where it's like, okay, if my favorite character dies, I gotta reinvest my uh, my belief and my emotions into another character. It probably wouldn't work. It would kill the whole show. But in a video game, your favorite character dies, and now immediately your ass is controlling somebody you might not want to control. So that's what mm. happened in the Last of Us. That's what happened in the Last of Us Two. Uh, without getting too far into it, I already gave you the major ass spoiler, y'all. But Without getting too far into it, a lot of people got pissed off because they didn't like that that happened. They thought it was some bullshit. But what actually happened was what the writers of the game, what the developers of the game actually intended, which was people got invested in a character. They lost their connection to that character. They were forced to connect with somebody else. And what I liked about what I saw was the instead of there being a clear definition of who is good and who is bad, this is a game that explores, uh, or this is a story that explores what it means to be the villain of somebody else's story. This reminds me of Mass Effect, right? So I played the original Mass Effect, and I got cool as hell with Rex. Like I was like, I don't, I don't really care for Caden. Or Ashley or anybody else, like I fucks with Rex. It could be me and Rex and like the rest of the ship. Hey, I, I, you know what? I'll, I'll bring Garrus along, but it's me and Rex, and that's it. And so, like when they finished the first game, and I was like, "Oh, everybody's gonna be with me in the next game." And at the very, very beginning of the next game, they they blow your ship up, and everybody's pretty much gone. And I'm like, "Yo, like." I spent a lot of time with these people. Like, how you just going to rip them out? You know what I'm saying? Like, how you going to take them away from me like this? This ain't like, because it's not like some of our favorite, you know what I'm saying? Like, black classics, right? Where, like, when people get taken away, it's at the very end. And so you're just like, oh, damn, man. Like, this person gone. But the movie pretty much over and we can get up and go about our, about our day. I think sometimes with this, it's like now I got like, like it's like you said. Now I got to be forced to look at this person and like make this person live. Like it's like you yeah. are in charge of of like making this person live 
and making sure they succeed, right? Like it goes completely against it's like when you hate somebody, you know what I'm saying? Like, or you don't like somebody, we all don't like to say it, but there's a part of you that's hella petty that don't want to <laughs> see them win, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and so now you it's so now you just sitting here like, oh man, like I'm gonna help this person win. So yeah, but but what about the ending though? Because I heard, I mean, you don't have to spoil the ending, but I heard like people were kind of pissed about that too. I think people were just upset about the ending because the big event happened in the game, and after that, there was no way they were going to be happy. The remake. I'm sorry, because we we both both of us. I re- like hold on, like I remember going on game FAQs and printing out. Like this little thirteen page guy. Duh, I, this is how nerdy I was about this. I put yeah. that damn guide in a uh, three ring binder. Like I found a hole puncher. Oh my so god! I could figure. So I could figure <laughs> out <laughs> how to get these that damn gold chuckle bro. I was like, first of all, this is pretty oh, wild that this shit is in there. And then like I find it like you know how much time I spent at the gold saucer racing. And then, like, I got the black one, and I was like, I kind of fuck with this black one. I think I might just chill. And I was like, no, nah, let me get the gold one. But how much racing and breeding I had to do, how many greens I had to get, how many glory greens my, my people had to eat to, to get to gold status? Not the glory greens. So, <laughs> if, if, so if anybody don't know what we're talking about, Final Fantasy VII, right quick, was a, a Japanese role-playing game that was published by Squaresoft at the time, before they were Square Enix, for the original PlayStation. It came out uh, sometime in 1997, and it was a game that probably off the strength of its like primetime TV, back when primetime TV was a thing, before everybody was streaming everything, uh, back off the strength of his like primetime TV commercials, they really treated it like a movie, even though the graphics was looking more like Lego, Lego people. Uh, <laughs> people started looking and was like, this seems intriguing. And a lot of people bought it and a lot of people played it. And because of the strength of the story and only the strength of the story, because the graphics, even by the standards of that time, because Tekken and stuff was out by then, the graphics were okay, but uh, the cutscenes were spectacular. But a lot of the gameplay was like, was it, oh. was it the story or the character in a moment? It was the story, and I'll tell you this because, and I guess there's a, a you know, there's a lot of this going on tonight because a lot of what is going on right now in in Nerdland, I guess, has to do with this. There is the ability, video games have the ability to tell a story in some ways that no other medium has. And so Mm -hmm. there are moments in the original Final Fantasy where, uh, and if you're playing the remake and it's your first time, now this game I will not spoil. (laughs) I refuse to spoil this game because it's my favorite game of all time. The new one or the old old one? Well, the new one... What came out in April this year is the first part of the old one. A lot of people were excited about it. When I say a lot of people were excited about it, I mean they moved three million copies on the first three days. So people three really mil? love three mil in the first three days. So people really love this game. And what happened is they came out with it, updated the graphics, 
said they give us a remake, right? So we didn't have mm-hmm. a reason to think there'd be a reimagining of any other plot points. But then there are things that happen in the current game, in the remake, that didn't necessarily happen that way in the original. And there's one plot element that definitely didn't even exist in the original. And I think that's really interesting because they left us in a place now where as we're waiting on the second installment, it's probably going to be three installments like the first one was on three discs because this first installment ended exactly where the first disc ended and then we got a screen that says to be continued basically like a short list of things that just make it a really 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 solid game and in my opinion it is probably in this order uh music characters Mm -hmm. because character development is just really really uh i think they outdid themselves from the original own character development uh and that's not to say that it's the most brilliant writing anybody's ever right. Um, anybody even ever with Barrett, or are we gonna get to that? Oh, I'm coming to it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm trying. I'm I'm trying. It hurts. It hurts to even think about. Okay, uh, but give them their music, flowers. Give them their flowers now. Yeah, music, character, the characters, uh, story, boss battles, boss battle music. That's a that's two different mm-hmm. uh, items on the list, and then graphics, and that's saying a lot because the graphics are really really solid in this game. Let's talk about your your, your oh boy Soul Brother number one, Mr. T. Oh <laughs> it, 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 okay, so 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 let's 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 do the history lesson. Like so first, <laughs> that game caught flack even back in '97 for how they portrayed Barrett because all he was doing was running around. All caps, first of all, which is just disrespectful. And then say and okay. then secondly, it was just all caps and curse words with the with the um special characters for the curse words. And like that was it. And he was just yeah. it just everyone else was like all well written and having these little nice dialogues. And, and he was just like he was fluent in ebonic. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, like damn all y'all niggas doing this. There was always you know, he couldn't he couldn't say and to save his life. It was always a and apostrophe. It's like, we get it, y'all. He sounds like he, a nigger. But, hey, feel, hey he, he's not making anything. He making something. He making. <laughs> my, your spiky white ass. And like, if you go, that's my thing. If you go, if you're going to bring him back to that, if you want to be so true to the original, then at least let him tell Cloud about his spiky white ass. His hair still spiky, still white. The I look at Barrett like this. First of all, I love how you know what I love. I love, especially in the nerd community. I love how uh, I love how easily triggered, insufferable as, pitiful as, racist as, but don't want to say they're racist. Don't want to be racist. White people are. Uh, I love how they want to say everybody else is right. And in the nerd community, we know how that surely is in the gamer community everybody knows oh there's a kid using uh gamer talk in the, in this stream or mm-hmm. uh you know playing against me online right saying all these things so you got those people the same kind of people who sat up and made whole videos emergency youtube videos about why barrett I mean, not Barry. <laughs> Why Jax's ending in MK11 was racist. 
because he ended slavery before it could start. Those are the people who expect me and people who have my opinion about Barrett to give a fuck that they are annoyed by hearing it. So if you're one of them people, turn your volume up. I think (laughs) Barrett... (laughs) I think Barrett was written yet again as a bit of an unbelievable caricature of what in 1997 I was able to just suspend my disbelief and say this is these lovely Japanese developers best understanding of a black man in Barrett's position. (laughs) A black man of Barrett's experiences. A black man of Barrett's stature. A black man of Barrett's responsibility, right? Mm-hmm. If we even forget all of that for a second, if we even say Barrett is, uh, you know, he sounds fine. If you're one of those people who think he sounds fine, right? And again, I think it's weird. If you If you don't think there's anything unusual about Barrett, then you either don't watch things, don't play things, or haven't done many things that involve anybody in any kind of position like Barrett is in. I've never seen, and this is from, I don't know, the Fast and Furious series to damn your favorite anime that has a, uh, I mean, even, this is uh, whatever The Rock's character's name is in Fast and Furious because I know precious little about that uh, series. Um, I've just uh... seen... (laughs) Something Hobbs, ain't it? Right. Who knows? Uh, the major in Ghost in the Shell to the leader of the fucking wolf demon ninja pack in Inuyasha, right? Like, yeah. To, um, just literally anything to even even Alpha in The Walking Dead <laughs> with her <laughs> with her dirty ass, um, <laughs> like literally nobody who is quote-unquote passionate and all these other excuses that people give for why Barrett is written as somebody who's just so cartoonish. I have never seen the leader of a faction of rebels written as in as much of a joke as Barrett is written. And that's the part where I'm like, this is a little wild to me. He 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 is this group's T Dog. He's this group's T Dog. Absolutely. He is he, he is made to serve as a checkbox and a it, yeah. it, you know, it's funny when we talk about video games because we don't get hardly any characters looking like us, which yeah. I'm gonna take this time to shout out uh, Adewale, oh, yeah. Black Flag, because we was in there saving uh, freeing slaves, and nice, killing nice, plantation nice. owners. But you shout know what I'm saying? Like out. the first time, like <laughs> the first time I did that shit. I know we take a little detour, but I, I just had to shout yeah, of course. out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember the first time I rolled up on a plantation, and I was just like, 
I know I'm not on a plantation. I know this. I know I'm not about to <laughs> sit up here and climb the top of a, a plantation building to unlock more of the map. And the game was like, nah, you got to kill these fools. I was like, yo, I get to kill them? Oh, like, oh, they let you, shit. Oh, and the damn. first time See, they play the music this. after you free everybody and they play the music, like, you free them and then you hear the, oh, you be like, oh, shit. You feel it, right? <laughs> I, I, I must be, I'm going to be liberating people. Yeah. And so, you know, and not you, just we get so. Your people. Uh, yeah, our people, us. Yeah, us. the most obvious. Like I said, uh, those are my main gripes. But I think a lo- one thing that a lot of people had a lot to say about, and let's just go on and get into it, was his skin tone and his hair. His skin tone and his hair. Well, let me look this up. What the hell was wrong with it? He have a box or something? You know how you um, you know how you how your auntie and them, uh, somebody played a lotto, and they said give me a dollar straight box. That's what he had. He had yeah. a guy, he had a straight box. He had a yo. Where's the? Okay, we we was gonna talk. Okay, you know what? Let's just go ahead and segue because we was gonna talk about this all already. We was gonna talk about this already. So we gonna just we gonna put a pin. Hey, listeners, we putting a pin in the Final Fantasy VII remake talk put a pin. right here. We gonna put a pin in it. We gonna come back later because right now we gonna talk about black hair in video games. My God! And whenever we play a game where there's a creator character or anything like that, right? <laughs> it's like eight hundred patterns of white hairstyles, right? It's like yeah. a short thing, a mohawk, a this, a that, a this, oh, and yeah. like, and then it's like when I want to make somebody black, it's like I either get a variation of some type of fro, or I just gotta go with a low cut. Like I can't get like, you know, curly on the top, burst fade on the side into a beard. You know what I'm saying? Like I and can't fade, get right. And the fade is always you already said it. The fade is always fucked up, and it's like every and it my it boggles my mind every console generation because every console generation, the manufacturer is like, this one can handle sixty three million particles. This one can render sixty three million particles in real time per second, and I'm like, oh, you can't get his man no fade. <laughs> like, no, you can't. You, you can't, can't get fade, his man and, no and, proper fade. How many hairs does he have? Like y'all just told me, the the console renders the particles. Like, it, it, yes, and and it'd be like, give and, the man and, a this, fade. and this is why, and this is why we holler about having black people in the development team. Give him a boosted fade, Jesus. Go away, Jesus. The, Go away, Jesus. <laughs> give him a boosted fade. <laughs> If people don't know that meme, you just got to look it up. But it, like we like hair and people don't think it means a lot. Right. Because people are like, oh, you can make the hair green or you can be like, no. And even for black women, like the hairstyles are like are are crazy. And it's just like, why is it for black people like we got to we have to suffer with the like what whatever little like spare parts been hairstyle y'all got like and it's always it's, it's nuts 
that um <laughs> I yeah. And then it's never like you said, it's always the it's always the troll, the baby troll, the uh the fucked up fade. No, the lower cut seeds are the baby troll the uh or you can grow the baby troll into a uh super fro or the fucked up fade. I don't even know where to begin on any locks. Like my God, if you're if you're somebody with locks and want to create yourself in a game, I don't even know where to begin on how atrocious some of those are. But again, you watch it. Yeah. If you watch, shout out to my boy who escaped The Walking Dead, um, and was just like, kill my character. I'm going to be on 24. I'm going to take Jack Bauer's place because that man had the most bogus <laughs> dreadlock he, lace front I've ever seen uh, in my You talking about old boy who played uh, uh, Dr. Dre? Absolutely. Absolutely. It was the most, he had a top. He had a top. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. That <laughs> fall from grace. Top, he had a top. Yo, is that, is that yo? He had a Tyler Perry wig. He got out of there. I've never seen uh, I've never seen an actor do to their character what they did to uh, Judy on Family Matters, where he was like, "Y'all, listen, kill him. Like I don't like I'm not coming back. This is enough. Like y'all tell people, tell people whatever you want to tell them. I don't give a fuck. Like this is enough. Kill him. Tell him he's dead. Find his body." Use a stump man, find it, find the lower half of him, let them find his ID and his wallet. What it's, it's something. Let one of them dreads be somewhere. Look, show him whether they're scout him, sit that wig on something. Like, I'm not even coming back to put this. I can't put this wig on no more. <laughs> it's just, it was the worst <laughs> hair I've seen. And a, Ezekiel, I go back and forth on how Ezekiel's hair looks and how Michonne's hair looks because it's like sometimes, okay, I, you know, Michonne's hair sometimes kind of looks a fool, but it's like I understand Ezekiel's hair. Like sometimes I'll, sometimes I'll look at Ezekiel and be like, that's a really bad wig. And then sometimes I'll be in the West End and be like, well, there goes King Ezekiel. And so it's like, <laughs> I can't really. <laughs> I can't really put my finger on Michonne and Ezekiel. Uh, Sasha, shout out to Sasha. Sasha got the most realistic hair on the, on the black hair on the show. Probably the most realistic hair on the show because Rick kept his beard lined up. And I don't know what that's about. But, but you, you know, Daryl kept even his the beard. beard. Daryl kept his hair tousled just so Maggie's hair was always, you know. But baby, Sasha had that. <laughs> Sasha had that. Your mama is tired of you not holding your head still. You not getting your perm for picture day. We finna, we finna throw it in a knot, and you finna go to school like this. And when your friends talk about you, that'll be. And you know, of course, black is beautiful. We woke. You know, yeah. You don't need a perm. You know, nobody said you need a perm, but. Back in the day when it was the perm or the hot comb and you were hard headed and you're about okay. Um uh, 
I'm not bringing it. I'm not bringing this girl. You too tender headed. Like Sasha had that. Like uh uh-uh. uh, Sasha's hair always looked yeah. like she was tender headed. <laughs> put it like put it like this. Before we were saved and realized what we was doing. That's, right, that's, right. I can be a lizard man. I can be you know if I'm playing Skyrim, I can be a Nord with the with the long flowing hair, yeah. uh, looking like uh, Jason Momoa, whatever his name is. And that yeah. ain't no problem. Y'all got that eight ways to Sunday. But the minute, you know, I'm like, hey, I, I want 360 ways. Well, I don't know if we can do that. It's like, what you mean? But so like you said, let's let's go. Let's back up a little bit. What what was yeah. wrong with his with his skin tone? Uh, well, there were people saying, and I I didn't pick up on it as much, but there were people saying he was visibly lighter than he was in uh, 97, right? Like, he was very, very... He wasn't black, black. And, and you know, he wasn't jet black in 97. He was brown. Saying, oh, yeah, yeah he, he, do, he do look a little... I'll be sure. He look a little... Yeah, boy. For me, that's a mixed bag, right? Because it's like, okay, well, you know, hey... We it's not like we've never seen this before, right? I'm I'm like, well, he could look like Maynard Jackson, he'd still be black. He could look like Adam Clayton Powell, he'd still be black. But he did not in 1997, and everybody looks exact everybody else looks exactly like they did in 1997, and that's the weird part. Y'all, y'all we just sent people to the moon, right? We got cars that can go 200 miles an hour. You can get a Dodge Demon with like um, 800 horsepower in it, right? We can we done found a God particle. We can do all this stuff. I say all that to say, but why can't we get the various shades of brown in our color in video games, bro, like, black is beautiful. Like, yeah. the various tones that we come in from from light to dark, right? I'm talking about from one end of the spectrum to the other end. It is a variety of color, and it's all beautiful. And it's just, like, we always get, like, it be, like, tan. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's, like, yeah. Or the brown has all this red in it. And it's like Yeah. This 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 ain't I don't know nobody that looked like this. And when you go like real dark, it's like I I don't know nobody that looked like that. Like it's like it's like these colors that I'm like, some of these are kind of close, but none of these really represent I I don't know. I don't I would have to take a pool. It hits different because there's something even about the way like so you know it's it's Atlanta, it's hot Georgia. Speaking of uh, Tyler Perry <laughs> and quoting Tyler Perry, it's hot Georgia. <laughs> it's hot Georgia now, and I was looking the other day because I went outside. Uh, I caught one of the sunny days because Atlanta been having a lot of weird weather lately. Uh, you know, least of yeah, which in the being, last days, not least of which being a transatlantic Saharan dust storm that came uh, the this, fuck over this, here. Listen. This reminds me when Crane got the weather device on Ninja Turtles and turned huh. that bitch up, and the neutrinos had to come save the day because it was uh, oh, all of a sudden snowing. <laughs> that took that that took that shit right back. Damn, John. Uh, 
the uh, <laughs> the nerd it's runs deep on. now. You know, <laughs> hey, not new to it, but true to it. But um, true to it. I was I had gone out the other day and I had just like hung out on the back deck for a while and just like ate some shit, read some shit, fell asleep, woke up, came back in the house and like just like went to wash my hands because we're practicing coronavirus safety. I got my little uh, <laughs> food delivery on the porch, went out and got it, came in to wash my hands and I looked in the mirror. And I swear it was it and I I've been noticing this late it's almost like the you know how you have a glow in the dark thing and you um but you have to charge it by putting it in light. And yeah, yeah it almost is like that. Like that's how our skin yes. almost works. Like you you will go out in the sun for a while and you'll come in. And yeah, everybody, everybody likes to tan. Everybody has a glow, but you know the shit is different on us. And we'll go out and we'll come back in, and there is just something. It's like the it's like the literal energy of it. Like we'll it's, it's like we'll have it and store it, and it will um it just hits different. And it's like it's like Superman when he fly in the sun and he come back like. Yeah. What up? Like we hit the sun and we come in and it's just like, like I've been working on like I low key been walking with uh with my lady and we've yeah. been walking this since she's been here we've been walking and I've been getting I started tanning on my arms and I was like man you know I'm trying to get shirtless summer for 2021 2020 yeah. is a wrap but I'm gonna <laughs> go ahead and take my shirt off because I want an entire tan. I don't want a t-shirt tan. Like yes. I want a tan all the way up. Tan. I want a whole tan. And bro, I be coming in the house like, yeah, this 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 where it's at, boy. Yeah, this like, is it. This is, yeah, like they, like this it. Like this this like, is it. This is why it's important to have black grid. You know, if you if you give a fuck. That's why it's important to have uh black creators cuz uh, again, let me let me again. If you're listening to this, and you feel like a troll, or you feel like you're triggered, or you feel like you feel the need to let it be known that you don't give a fuck, what I'm saying, I'm ready for you not to give one. Right? Hey, you didn't make the damn game. You mad like you made it. You didn't make the damn game. Um, the purpose of this here conversation is to inspire the black creator to create because we know what the fuck we want to see and we know we have the resources and the ability to create just that if we just come together and create it so that's what this conversation is about you know that's in case anybody wants to nobody gives a fuck don't need you to uh shout out i I will tell you (laughs) shout the fuck out to nether realm studios that's what I want to. That's what I need to shout out while we talking about this, Charles. Shout the fuck out to NetherRealm Studios. Um, matter of fact, I um, I'm playing back through MK11 now, and I just got to chapter nine, which is Jack, Jack's and Jackie's chapter. Um, I literally stopped uh, after, uh, I think it was Sonya and Cassie, or maybe just Sonya. Uh, when it got to them and like got something to eat, didn't come back <laughs> since last week. Uh, but NetherRealm Studios 
has done a beautiful job of uh, coloring and texturing as far as hair is concerned. Like black ass people. In any media that I have, I, I just love big drama. Like, and, and I even love it in, or especially love it in unexpected places. Like a fighting game. And so to mm-hmm. me, the intro to Tekken 2, watch it if you haven't watched it. I know I'm also obsessive, y'all. I'm obsessive over any creative thing that I thought was executed well. It can be a musical performance. It could be a painting. It can be anything. Uh, if I thought somebody created the fuck out of something, I will sit and look at it, watch it, listen to it, read it over and over and over again. Uh, just really dissecting tiny bits and pieces of it. And the intro to Tekken 2, to me, is still the best in the series. I think they, I think there's something that you feel as the player when you watch it, where it's like, oh, damn, the shit that happened with these characters in the first one done got real. And everybody has a reason to fight. I'm mad. I'm about to fight like the king of our where the fuck is that like the king of I'm about to be the king of our in this bitch. Like, um and the way it just no, actually Hachi wasn't the boss, Kazuya was the boss by then. Uh and you know the Mishima clan. The Mishima the Mishima family needs a reality show because they are a mess. But yeah. the um I posted that on social media. I posted that intro. And my homeboy uh, hit me up. And it was an IG story, you know. So his only option to respond to it was a message. So it wasn't like he was avoiding writing in the comments. But uh, he sent me a message. And was like, what you know about that tech? (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) and I was like, and I was like, oh, I was like, he was like, what? He sent me, I think he sent me the fire emoji. I was like, we need to get on it. He was like, yeah, bet. And so, you know, we had talked shit back and forth. It was like, we ain't going to get on it. We ain't going to get on it. And, you know, he got uh, he he got real life stuff. Good stuff, but he got real life stuff going on. So I'm like, okay, you know, he probably only got so much time to play. But then I crank up the PlayStation one night. And this is when I'm in my run. It took me exactly a month to uh, finish uh, the remake, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, yeah. started on April 10th because I pre-ordered that bitch. I was not gonna I was not gonna wait a minute past midnight and finished on uh May 10th, uh, which was Mother's Day this year. And if you know anything about uh Final Fantasy 7, the story, uh being that game on Mother's Day was uh a bit of poetic justice. And so went, to say the least. To say the least. But I'm playing through some point, somewhere between uh, April and May, I'm, I'm playing through, and I sit down for another session. I crank up the PlayStation, and I look, and you know it shows you your friends, and 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 when you go to a game, it shows you who's playing, starting with your friends. Exactly. Yep. And I go to, I scroll on over to, you know, I boom, 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 over to uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, and there's my homeboy. And I'm like, oh shit, I sent him a message. Oh, I see you on that Final Fantasy. 
Uh-huh. To this day, he has said shit back. Now I'm like, <laughs> and now I'm like, <laughs> and now I'm like, now again, this man got a lot of real life shit going on. Good stuff. You know, I'm happy for him. He got a lot of real good stuff going on. He's, uh, he, he, tr- so- he treat you like I play striking vipers. Yeah, I'm looking like, okay, <laughs> he could have not, he could not be checking his messages, right? But he had also re- replied, if I remember correctly, I, I gotta go and look. He also replied to previous messages. As a matter of fact, shit, I can look right now on my, uh, look, shout out to the true nerds. I got my damn messages on my phone. Nigga. I'm about to go and see if I, I'm about to go and see if he, but it was like, you, it was, look, I got the, I got the PS app because I need to be connected to my damn people. I got the PS app on my phone because I'm real out here. But it was so funny. I was like, damn, like he just, he was, he was, he was like, oh, hell no, I'm out. And I, um, that he gonna send you a he gonna send you a text message like hey nigga don't tell nobody I was playing this shit don't tell nobody I was playing this shit <laughs> it tickled me so bad I was like okay <laughs> so nobody I saving the world out here yeah guess we not doing that I tried not too long ago you know this because I came to you for your <laughs> I tried not too long ago oh God. I said I want to follow more black streamers mm-hmm and I tried. And I said, okay, who's... Listen, do you be yourself by all means? But is there anybody who's not screaming at me the entire time? Like, is there anybody... Look, is there anybody who's not bearing Any- Like, is there... <laughs> Is there anybody who's Is anybody on some chill shit? Is there any regular niggas in the yeah. goddamn street? <laughs> that's why and that's why niggas be, be scared. Now that's why my homeboy won't talk to me on PSN. Because <laughs> you don't want to be it's like uh when people be saying about their kids, I don't want my children watching anything that has homosexuality in it because it will make them homosexual, right? That dumb shit that people be saying. <laughs> I think yeah. that niggas be feeling like if I enjoy this loud nerdery proudly, I will go full nerd and there will be no turning back. <laughs> so coming is, back, this is the gateway. This is it. Yeah. <laughs> and now, and oh, this is the gameplay? And now, the, now these yelling ass niggas. The real it. I can't even talk to my own homeboy on PSN. We'll talk to them. it. Was it was it was like as soon as like they started, it was like it was like deer, you know, where like you they be chilling and they start coming closer and then like this is this some old Atlanta, shit, this old country shit. It's like as soon as like a car or something ride by, like yeah, the motherfuckers just skirt off, like no, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was like right. he was getting cool, like all right, all right. Then he started yelling, he he, he had to go, on. but yeah. You know, yeah, he was doing, yeah, 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 he was doing fine. He was like, okay, yeah, he's playing, okay, he playing, oh, he playing RPGs now. That's what's up. And it's like, and then you said, "What's up, man?" 
And it's and it's this again. I think it's it's a uh, but this this speaks to me to an issue. Yeah. And and I, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna end the rant today on this one. For me, it, this speaks to a bigger issue of the industry not understanding the audience, especially the black audience, and the multitude and different types of black gamers that are attracted to their products and not being able to market them and understand that there is a an entire group an entire block of people that you are missing with the type of marketing that you are kicking out you and i don't we we are already we're in full like fully like we've fully invested we i watch e3 I watch Combo Breaker, I watch yeah. Evo, I watch streams, I read the news, I play the games, I write articles and reviews. Like, I'm in full tilt, so it does not bother me. However, I do know that there is an entire group of people that are not being spoken to, and you risk losing them at your peril, one, and two, for those of us who are into gaming real hard, we are there. There is an entire market of people who you can attract in your own way if you go get them. Like this right. is one of these are this is this is the group of people you gotta go get. These people aren't already on Twitch. These people are not just like these people like are on the fringe. They're on the line. And if you reach out and get them, you will bring into your fold an entire valuable audience that nobody is really paying attention to. Wasn't Twitch, speaking of speaking of Twitch and marketing, was it Twitch that put out that video that was like, are there black streamers on Twitch? More than you think. More than you think. More than you think. Was that was that Twitch? Am I tripping? Was that a Twitch? Um, I don't. I, I haven't seen that one. I, I, I haven't. I, I haven't I seen that one. About I, YouTube. I, it's something that I found when I was looking for black streamers, and I, that thing to me, I don't know what was cringy about it, but it was it was cringe nation, and I was like, what is going on here? Like. Where is the, you know what it, you know what it is, and you and I have talked about this. Um, I think what it is is it doesn't feel the the marketing. I mean, doesn't feel like it believes I'm already interested, right? It always feels like it's <clears throat> it always feels like it's trying to convince me of something rather than just speak to me the way I like to be spoken to because it doesn't know how I like to be spoken to. And I think that is the weirdness. I think that's when it gets weird. Yeah, that's that's true. Because it's just like, what, like, again, it's one of those things where it's just like, you're doing too much. Like, why are you acting like this? Like, I'm already there. Like, what? Do you, what why are you going this hard about this? Like, yeah. 
Hello, inner city like, youth. It's like one of those. Yeah, like, <clears throat> do you guys like magic? <laughs> I do not now. Uh, <laughs> I might have been like. <laughs> Seconds ago, I did. So you came in here with this, with this bullshit, like, it, and I think that's the—it's oh. that thing right there. Y'all, by the way, follow Uncle Charles on uh, Uncle Charles on Twitter and get his list. He has great lists of streamers and developers and a little bit of everybody else. In uh, rooting for everybody black, that's either behind or in front of video games. Hey, y'all, it's Uncle Charles telling you, y'all need to listen to the old Atlanta podcast. It's two old niggas, one from the east side, one from the west side, super nerds, talking video games, Atlanta, pop culture. You just need to listen. Look, just stop what you're doing, you know what I'm saying, and download the podcast and take a listen. You'll have a good time.